Welcome to Lessons for Living Television. My name is Bill Santos. I want to thank you so much for joining us this week. Well, uh, we are continuing our discussion with our friend, Dr. Siravud Lee, who was here with us last time and uh, was telling us about his survival through the killing fields. Now, if you, you didn't get a chance to watch last week's program, you can go on the website, l4ltv.com, and you can watch the first part of this interview, but we're picking up right now. We're not going to waste any more time. Dr. Lee, welcome back. Thank you for being here. Thank you for coming. And your story was uh, such a powerful story. Just as a quick recap mm -hmm. for the benefit of those that are maybe tuning in for the first time today, didn't watch the program last week. Uh, you grew up in Cambodia. Your dad was a colonel in the military. Yeah. Uh, the war comes to an end in 75. Yeah. The Khmer Rouge step in. Few days after taking power, they say the Americans are going to bomb the cities. Mm -hmm. We have to evacuate. evacuate. Prior to that happening, however, you had gone to visit your grandmother, got on a plane with your uncle. Your uncle was a pilot. Yes. Flew you to your grandmother's. Yes. And uh, after that, the war ends, the Khmer Rouge step in. You never see your family ever again. That the last time. Last time. In fact, you brought in this magazine, uh, this picture here with your, with your mom and your, your, your siblings. In fact, your dad isn't even in this picture. Yeah. And you said that this picture was taken the week that you went to your grandmother. Yeah. This is the last time you saw your Last parents. time we took together. Yeah. Wow. So when we ended last week, you had told us small snippets, because we don't have a lot of time, of this transition uh, out of Cambodia into Thailand, into a refugee camp. You go into the camp. Yes. You're not a registered refugee. Yes. So for a year, you are living in the refugee camp, hiding. Yes. Really at the good graces of other refugees. Other refugees that have come. What's that like? What's I have to serve them. I have to cook for them sometime. I have to clean the thing for them so that they can share the food with me. And during that time, that what my, I think my life, it go to the bottom that time even the killing field is not so bad because a killing field you have freedom to die there it feel like you stuck and I full of bitter and anger in my life during that time I just want to die but the gill and everything my family die are all killed and uh, why I'm here for and all those questions always keep coming to me so at this point you're you were the only survivor I mean you, yeah. you were by yourself yeah by myself there you don't know where your parents are your siblings are gone. Mm -hmm. Was your grandmother passed away by then? We, we were away because I, I flee from Cambodia without telling them. Oh, I see. Because during that time, you know, after the return back from the, during, after the killing field, I was rebellious. Sure. Uh, I don't care anything. My life, it's, you know, I'm full of anger and bitter. So I flee with my friend to the border camp, to a refugee camp. It just take a risk. It's sure. almost like people today, the young people, they don't know what to deal with their life. They take drugs, they drink, they all do those kind of things. Uh, the sad thing because the bitterness and anger that make us to do those kind of things. So you're in this camp. I mean, for a young man like you who grew up in a middle class, upper middle class home yes. where you had people, I'm assuming, yes. cleaning for you, yes. cooking for you. You know, now you are in fact having do to to do this for for other yeah. people, yeah. and the whole time you're dealing with this anger of why 
you know, why so much death? Why so much suffering? Why so much pain? Yeah. And why am I here? And so many millions, yeah. I mean, according to some estimates, two million, sometimes more than two million people yeah. didn't make it to where you did. Mm -hmm. So what are you feeling here? Like, It's hopeless and helplessness that I can say only two words there during that time. And uh, during that time, I always bother people. I want to make people un unhappy. So friend, brother, sister, if the people make you unhappy because they are going through a difficult time in their life, that's how I did to the people. When I see they have family and they're laughing, they're happy, I'm going to do something to make them unhappy. Hmm. Because, because inside of me is nothing. You had said to me in one conversation that um, each day you would make a vow to live to the next. What to explain yeah, that? That to during you. the killing field, I, because many of my friend, many of my friend were killed, and were lose temper. Uh, during that time, anybody say something bad uh, again to the Camaro, they kill you on the spot. On the spot. On the spot. Uh, like one time we were working, and my friend say back to them, uh, "Why are you not working?" They, uh, they tie him and beat him and kill him that day. And uh, so, but one thing that made me survive during that time is I promised with myself, I said, pushing myself to be alive until the evening. The evening I will see the new sunset, color gonna be different. So when the sunset come, I, I said, my life fulfilled. And then by during the night, I don't know, because the night they come back at the night to take you to kill, so to be killed. So I said, promise with myself, I'm going to strengthen myself to be ready until the morning to see the sunrise. So sunrise and sunset, that keep me hope, give me hope in life. Wow. Yeah. So you're in the camps, you've got this bitterness, you're trying, you know, you're seeing people that are happy or joyful. Yeah. You want them as bitter and as angry as you. Yeah. This takes you to, I mean, how are you going to live a life like this? No. I think if God not coming into my life during that time, I would not be here today. Because I come to the end of that. I saw why killing feel. I thought if you're strong enough, you fight, you, uh, you, know, you, you work hard, you will survive. But in the camp, it's no, no hope because the people there, they're robbing each other, they're killing each other. And also, I don't have any relative in any country outside. Those people who live there, they survive because they're hoping one day they will go to join with their family. And uh, it hopeless and helpless situation I was in that time. So, so did some missionaries come? How did that, yeah. how did that, what happened? Uh, many times during the week, because my shelter where I stay, after, after the first year, UN registered as to be a legal refugee because many people were killed during that time. So when I was full legal refugee, I always uh, walking around to the church, Adventist church beside that. I would make fun of them. Uh, because they're singing, they're happy, they're so happy. Why I'm not happy? So I always bother them with, uh, because in the camp, uh, the window, it pull up, like uh, it just pull up and hold with the stick, right? And so I walk around and push a stick and it cramped, so interrupt their service. So they run out, they chase me, they scream at me, it made me happy, because now you're not happy. Right, wow. But one day, the pastor from coming to speak that day, he not running out and stop those people to chase me. He coming out and invite me to come in, talk to me like a person. So that way I starting coming to sit down in the church and see what it's all about. 
why are you so happy? Wow. And then I start asking all the questions I have. Yes, you must have been just full of all kinds of questions, having yeah. seen what you had seen and yeah. the lack of fairness and just uh, the atrocities. It's, yeah. it's incredible. One other question I asked there is, uh, I think many of the, your viewers will be asked the same question when you go through suffering and challenges in life. You all ask question, where is God? If God's so powerful and so loving, why he allowed this thing happen to me? You know. To make a story short, is after I come in to sit and listen to the pastor's preaching, his loving that attracted me to read the scripture. Actually, mm. the answer to my question is not come from anybody, you come from the scripture itself. When, you know, when you're searching, when you're reading scripture, you will find your answer. So here, that's how I came in to understand that, that, that question. Well, that's exactly why we call the program Lessons for Living. Yeah. Because we believe that those lessons for how to live a, 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 a good life are found in Scripture. So you found those answers. I found those answers. First thing that I read in the proverb, proverb because I, I never want to believe in Christianity or anything like that. Because I don't believe there's a God, actually. After all, goes through all those. Yes, I haven't yeah. seen what you saw. So I... Followed the, the pastor and said, just read whatever you want. I read the proverb. After I finish proverb, I read the book of Job. That the book of Job an answered my question hmm. regarding of where is God? Why suffering happened? Because the great controversy between God and evil today happened. And we are in caught between that. So, but the good news is God, our Lord, come in and die for us. And he already win the war. So my choice now to choose him or not to choose him. And it's fairness. I have, I have a question to ask the pastor there. That is it fair? If God is so fair, why he allowed this happen to me? Actually, the answer I found in the scripture is, again, it's fair. That's why he died for me to make right. a choice. Right. I can choose to start a new life. Anybody in the world today, if you go through those difficulties in life, you have to make a choice. So my choice at that time is that I choose God and I start a new life. So as you begin to learn more about Jesus' sacrifice for you, yeah. you also begin to deal with some of this bitterness, right? Yeah. And this yeah. anger that inevitably you had harbored inside of you, having seen what, yeah. gone through what you did. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about, about, about yeah, that. Like, you know, the first year of my journey as a Christian young guy, uh, I asked question how I can forgive those Khmeru who killed my parents and many, many people and my brother, my sister, even myself many times almost died. One time they starved me a few days without eating, no food, you know. Uh, they said, just pray, prayer. Your faith, your faith gonna help you and God will forgive them and God will give you strength to forgive. One day I read the scripture. The scripture said, you know, whatever you ask in my name, you will have it. That text, it opened my eyes to see, you know, I ask, but I never choose God. So that day I kneel down and ask God, God, I will forgive those Khmeru, mm -hmm. those people that who hurt me. From that moment, I learned the skill to do with the four step, you know, the reason why I cannot, we cannot forgive those who hurt us or those who make us uh, painful in life because we don't have anything that we can give to the person. 
Okay. The reason why I cannot love the Khmeru because I don't have the love for them. Right. The reason because I grow up without love. Until I have the love of God, so the first thing I need to do is receive the love of God, experience the love of God in my life, and then let the love of God flow through me to, to someone the people else. that I you see. want to forgive. And that it's a long process. If you want to know more, you can come to my church and yes, study more. Yes, absolutely. We're going we're gonna to uh, put the link up, absolutely. And the second part of that, I have to make the choice. So that's why my acronym is LOVE, L-O-V-E. First thing, you need to long for God's love and mercy and forgiveness upon your life first. Because that's what First John 1, 9 said. You confess and you receive forgiveness. Forgiveness there, it means healing. Okay. God forgive us already even though we not ask. Right. But when we ask, God can heal us. Okay. So that's my first step. Right. So when I ask God and He heal me and experience the love of God in my life, now I can forgive Khmerus. So you have to experience it in your life first before you could pass yeah. it on to your fellow, yeah. to your fellow because, man, in this case. Because we don't have the love to do right. okay. until you have the love of God. So you never end. So you can forgive anybody because the love of God always flows through you. You don't own the love of God. And then the next thing, you make a choice. And, uh, you know, when you make a choice, you have to understand why people do what, what they did to you. So for me, like I shared with you in the last part of that, when people did something wrong to you or hurt you because they are hurting, you know, the saying said, hurt people, hurt people, mm. right? Right. So when they are hurt because they, that's why they hurt you. Right. So when you choose to forgive them, you need to visualize the God grace and God love through you that God can use you to heal the hurt of the people that you can forgive them. So from that moment, I go to the next step at reminding all those people who hurt me, they are hurting. Example, mm. the Khmeru, if they don't kill, they will be killed. So they have to kill. So for me, I would, be, I would do the same thing if I don't know God. Right. So when you visualize God's grace and God's love for your life and for those people, you have empathy for them. You start understand their background. You have the, if you have the grace of God and the love of God, you will be able to forgive them. So the fourth part of that, the E stands for exemplify a, forgive, a forgiving person. If you experience salvation of God in your life, you should, give, you should live as a forgiving person. So that when you forgive people, now you can serve God. Very interesting. Yeah. You know, when uh, Peter asks uh, Jesus, uh, how, how many, many times, times should I forgive my brother? Seven times? And Jesus mm -hmm. says, no, mm -hmm. 70 times seven. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe that was part of Peter's concern that as a follower of Jesus and seeing how much Jesus forgave and how loving he was to others, mm -hmm. that as a follower of Jesus, maybe Jesus had that expectation of him, Peter. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's really one of the tough things, right? I mean, it's one thing that we call ourselves followers of Christ, mm -hmm. but do we exemplify in our lives yeah. the, life, the love and the forgiveness of Jesus? You know, it's it always a challenge for a human being, all of us. We have a limit because we grow up in a society who taught us that we live in a limited resources okay. in life. Right. So that's why what Peter come from. How many times? Right. Because in Jewish, there's got to be a limit. You, you can forgive them three times right. or seven times. Right. I give seven times better than. Right. That's what I struggle too. I, until I changed my, my mental part, is said no. 
I'm a child of God. I live under unlimited resource. Mm. God is own everything. Because the love of God and the grace of God is no limit. There's no limit to it. So who am I that limit? Right. So I have to change. If you have struggled with that, change the mindset that we live under the unlimited resource. Mm. When you choose to believe that, life changing. Yeah, so in other words, when Jesus says to Peter in that case, 70 times 7, he's saying Unlimited. there's no limit to no the Christian limit. love. You can never stop loving your neighbor and forgiving your neighbor no matter how they treat you yeah. because that's what's expected of a follower of Jesus. Because, right? But that's tough. That's because it's a, connect, it's a connection from God. Right. You see, uh, before Jesus left, he said, love God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. You see, the key is, if you don't connect to God and experience the love of God into your life, you will not able to give to the people around you. We are just instrument of God. Whatever we receive, we can give. The, the moment that we cannot give because we haven't received. Mm. We cannot give what we don't have. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, in the same way, I guess, are you saying that, that God asks us to be good stewards of the yeah. resources that he gives us, the yes. financial resources, yeah. et cetera. He's also asking us to be stewards of his love and, and, to, and, to, and to broker that or share that love and that forgiveness. Our life. First within us? We, because God paid the price for us. Right. That's what I, I come to the end of that. Is that because my life now, it belongs to God. Who am I? If I want to live in a limited resource, control myself or let God to control it. You see, when you allow God to come in, life multiply. The Bible said, if the seed not die, it cannot grow. Right. So the seed had to go under the ground. Now, this transformation is going on in you while you're still in the refugee camp. Yeah. What are some of the other refugees, you know, that knew you as, you know, the lack of a better term, the bitter uh, Siravut Lee? Mm -hmm. Like, what are they saying now when they're witnessing this transformation that's happening. Many of them come to know God also. Isn't that interesting? And uh, many of them, even here when we came to Canada in the early 80s, uh, now they start to see the way I live and the way God changed me. I, I don't do what I used to do before. I'm not bitter like the way before. Yeah. So it influenced. They influence. I mean, I've known you for a while. We've had we've had a number of chats, and I I wanted you on the program because I think your story is so powerful. I think, you know, God preserved you. I think God preserved you for for a moment such as this to share this. And I want to believe in my life, Siravut. You know, I'm I'm a pastor. I'm a Christian. I want to believe in my life that I could pass on that forgiveness. But uh, man, like it's still incredible to me that you were able to. You know, having having gone through what you went through, and I mean, earlier you said had em I mean, you had empathy for the Khmer Rouge. Yeah. Because when you visualize the, the the grace of God and the love of God that can change that person's life, you remember how God changed your life, and you want that person's life the same what you have. See, when you receive experience the love of God and the grace of God in your life, you see people different way that you used to see. Now when you look at the people who hurting you or do wrong thing, you're not looking to, to the, the, the person, you're looking to the mistake. But we combine mistake of the people into a person. Hmm. God said he hates sin, but he loves sinner. Right, okay. But we hate sinner and we love sin. Ah. 
because when we disobey God, not forgiving, we love sin. Right. Wow, that's well put. That's <laughs> that's very, very, that's it's, very, you know, I don't know if you recall, uh, I guess it's, uh, it's, maybe it's been a year now, I don't remember, um, that horrific shooting, I think it was in South Carolina, mm-hmm. in the church where the group had gathered around for Bible study, yeah. and, the, and the man went in and, and, yeah. and murdered all those people. And yeah. I remember the media talking about when he was arraigned or whatever the term is called, he's in court. And one by one, the family members of the murdered, you know, that senseless act coming before him and saying, I forgive you. Yeah. I forgive you. Yeah. And what a powerful testimony that was to the world. Yeah. That yeah. how could these people forgive this man that did such a horrific thing? Because forgiveness is not about the person. It's about you. If you want to be get, if you want to get away from the hurt that you have, you have to forgive. Forgiveness is like you. If you put a handcuff with me, if I don't forgive you, I put handcuff with me. That it means I wouldn't let you go until you pay the debt. But forgiveness, I let you lose, so I can go on my life. But it's not mean uh, the person who did wrong will not receive the consequence. The consequence is there. But for you and me. If we not forgive, we cannot heal. Mm. Forgiveness is healing. You know, I do my doctoral in my research study on forgiveness. The two words in there, charismize, it give grace. You know, if you not give grace, you cannot be healed. And if you not heal, you cannot forgive. Right. I mean, there was no way you were going to be able to live your no, life if no. you hadn't dealt it, it's, with this. It's like a lot of people saying, if you don't forgive, it's like you drink the poison and hoping the other one die. <laughs> you drink the poison hoping yeah. somebody hoping else dies. Hoping the other one die. Wow. That's why you hold grudges. Wow. But it never thought. Now, do you do these uh, seminars on a regular? I do seminars often in my church and uh, hoping uh, more, sharing more of your dad and uh, have a ministry in forgiveness. Because the, the underneath of the Christianity is about forgiveness. God came to show us how to do that. And sometimes we were stuck in other things more than the, the core of Christianity. Yeah, some have said that if we as Christians were more forgiving and more loving and more kind, more people would be drawn to Jesus. Yes, yes. Right? We sometimes spend uh, so much time preaching and not necessarily living, living the the truths that we have been uh, that we have been taught. And sometimes we receive the lesson in life, and we don't living according to the lesson that we learn in life. Well, what a great way to to wrap up the program. Considering the program is called Lessons for Living, uh, you know what? Thank you so much uh, for uh, sharing with us with us these last couple of weeks and. Um, I know folks have been impacted by your powerful story. We're just going to end our program now uh, with a word of prayer. Thank you. Uh, Our gracious God, loving Heavenly Father, we thank you so much that uh, you have given uh, Dr. Lee these powerful, powerful lessons that he's communicated today. Father, I pray that anyone watching today that is dealing with resentment and bitterness in their life, that you may fill them with your love that they, in fact, then may pass that love on to others and may be freed of this burden of, 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 the, of this resentment, and they may be freed to live life and live it more abundantly. Thank you for Jesus and what he did on the cross. We claim his victory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
Well, Dr. Lee, you were telling me that uh, after the Bible, the first Christian book you read was uh, which book? Steps to Christ. Steps to Christ. Yeah. Well, uh, we have that book, Steps to Christ, here today. Wow. And uh, if you're watching and you'd like to read the book that uh, Dr. Lee read, uh, first book he read after reading the Bible, well, we want to send it to you as a gift. It's free of charge. We'll throw it in the mail for you. There's no cost. There's no obligation on your part, but um, maybe it'll bring some healing into your life. Here's the information you need to get your copy of Steps to Christ. To receive today's free offer, you can log on to the Lessons for Living television website, www.l4ltv.com. That's the Lessons for Living television website, www.l4ltv.com. There you will find the links to download a video and transcript of this program. You can also write us at Post Office Box 27030, Simcoe Conlin Post Office, Oshawa, Ontario, L1G 0A3. And we would be happy to send the offer out to you. That's Post Office Box 27030, Simcoe Conlin Post Office, Oshawa, Ontario, L1G 0A3. If you live in Canada, this offer will be sent out to you free and postage paid. For viewers living outside of Canada, shipping charges will apply. If you wish, you can order this offer by calling our 1-800 number and speaking with one of our volunteers at 1-800-972-0337. 1-800-972-0337. Operators are standing by now. While on our website, you can leave a prayer request and if impressed to do so, donate to help keep this ministry on the air. Thank you for your support. Well, we've come to the end of another program. Uh, Dr. Lee, thanks so much for, for being here with us. Maybe a closing thought for our viewers you have? Now, in life, we need to remember that we can give only what we have. And if you haven't experienced the love of God and the grace of God, we can ask and get received from God. And then you can give to the people that come into your life and you can influence the people in your life and the world will be different after that. Thank you. Amen. Thank you. I want to remind you of our website, l4ltv.com. On there, there will be a link to the Mount Zion Seventh-day Adventist Church where Pastor Lee is uh, one of the pastors there and you can find out uh, when he's doing his uh, forgiveness seminars. You're going to want to go there. You'll also find out where I'm going to be. Uh, usually on Saturdays, I'm at my church, uh, 89 Center Avenue. That's in the Bayview and Steeles area at the Harmony Seventh Avenue Church. Come out and visit us. Uh, check out our um, Facebook page. Check out my Twitter, Santo, at Santos underscore Bill. Our YouTube channel. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. This way, whenever we post a new program on there, you're going to get a notification that it's there. Uh, well, I'm not sure there's anything else I need to tell you this week outside of that, how grateful we are that uh, you tune in and that you watch. And uh, if you want to get these programs, go to the website because the first and second program we did with Dr. Lee will, will be there. And uh, you may know somebody that is wrestling with bitterness in their life and uh, this will be a blessing for them. So be sure to check that out. Well. We're praying that the good Lord allows us the opportunity to be back in with you very, very soon. I pray that that happens. Until then, I'm going to be asking that God bless you. 
and that you stay well. We'll see you again real soon next time.